Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You are about to hear a Pirates and Cubs uh, season preview and also series preview for the upcoming series. Well, it's not upcoming anymore because you're getting this late because you're not a Patreon supporter. You're getting this a whole game into the series with the Pirates. And you could have already known about what was going to happen with the Pirates two days ago. But you didn't because you're not a subscriber at patreon.com slash sunranto like 102 other people. So join up today, patreon.com slash sunranto, and get this show early and ad-free. You'll never hear me uh, say anything like this ever again. Or this. Or this. Or this. Or this. I won't waste your time. And you know why? Because you're a Patreon supporter. And why would I do that to somebody who supported the show? But instead, you got to listen to ads. you got to listen to the show late. And, uh, well, anyway, here's my friend Brian talking about the Pirates. Can you believe he's a fan of that team? Can you believe I'm friends with a guy who's a fan of the Pirates? Huh, find out why. Preview. Cubs Hey, hey, welcome to the Hello. Sun Ranto show, uh, slash podcast, slash uh, television extravaganza. I'm your uh, one of your hosts. I'm Danny Rocket. I got uh, Michael Cotton over yeah, there what, on the side. When are we going to start saying YT instead of YouTube, right? For, you know, because we went television to TV, right? To YT. Yeah. That's what We're, PYT is about. From Michael Jackson, he was ahead of its time. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, um, preview on YouTube. Preview on YouTube. PYT, repeat after me, sing it on and on. It's not bad, Michael Jackson. It's a little too close to Y&T, though, isn't it? That old bad metal band from the 90s. Or TNT. It's dying up. There's that song, too, which is every relief pitcher's uh, a walkout song right. in 1998. Right. By the so, time and, you get through one game, you've heard the whole thing. And that other voice you just heard is our Pirates fan friend, my good friend, uh, musician extraordinaire, guitar player from hell, Brian Ziegler from uh, – what's the name of the band now? Jaded Babies? Jaded Babies. The name of the band changes uh, along with the band members, which is on a fairly regular basis. But uh, I'm also sporting my Cole Tucker hair look today, if you notice. Yeah, uh, yeah well, I don't know. It, it doesn't really look – you're not – you don't remind me of Cole Tucker. I don't think you could remind me of Cole Tucker. <laughs> I, I just – I don't think – like, if I was walking down the street – then saw you, I'd be like, hey, look, that might be Cole Tucker. <laughs> I would not think – no, I, I might say Meatloaf. Like, I'd be I, like, hey, I think that's Meatloaf. <laughs> I, hit, I hit better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you may. You may. But isn't Cole Tucker the one with a famous hot girlfriend, though? Yeah, Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. Although, I don't know how long he's going to have a famous hot girlfriend riding the, the bus at AAA. So. Yeah, exactly. That, that ship might have sailed there. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we're here to do a Pirates 
preview because Brian knows everything that nobody <sighs> should have to know about the Pittsburgh Pirates. I don't know. Why do you even pay attention anymore? I don't even understand. Well, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I've tried to quit them. I've tried. I, and actually, you know, I, I did quit for a little while. I became a Mets fan after we traded Ramirez to you guys. I used to go to the Mets game all the time. Yeah. It was fun. Um, I, but I think, you know, it's like you can't help who you love. I wish I could. Hmm. Um, tell this, me that, it. Danny, that was actually a great question at this moment in time for Cubs fans everywhere. <laughs> You know, may, maybe Brian, you can you know you can give us a little guide on how to do this for the next few years, because <laughs> it feels like it feels like even though the Cubs and Pirates are in a different place right now, uh, the Cubs are are quickly looking to join you. Hey, yeah, you know, and, and I'll actually answer sincerely for once in my life. I, <laughs> what you have to do is just focus on a game-by-game basis and kind of forget about the long term. Like, you know, this year the Pirates aren't making the playoffs under any conceivable scenario. But maybe Chad Cool pitches a good game. You know, uh, maybe Anthony Alford hits two home runs today. You know, that's – you, you got to focus on kind of the, 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 the micro level and, and winning a game. Heaven forbid, running off two, three in a row, um, because the the long term success just isn't going to happen. You know, at least this year, and and you guys at least I think have the ability to turn around a little quicker. Um, well, yeah, by spending money, which right, they don't right. do, and and your guys nutting and Broadway, they just seem. I mean, what's the? I looked it up. The payroll forty one point seven million. You know, Garrett Garrett Cole's making thirty six this year. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. NBA is in full swing and college basketball heats up as the schools make their way to the madness. And the tournament is here. And so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest at Bet Online because it's the place to be for all your bracketology needs. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Sun Ranto Show is also brought to you by eBay Sneakers. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair that you've been eyeing. In partnership with eBay, Armchair Media will be raffling off four custom-made sneakers. Each purchase you make before March 31st through ebay.com sneakers will enter you into a drawing for a one-of-one pair of Air Force One low tops. Just send a screenshot of your purchase to at Armchair Media on Twitter or Instagram. So get that done and go buy some darn sneakers at ebay.com slash sneakers. We thank them for sponsoring the Sunranto show. Yeah, yeah. well, you, you, can't even, you can't even buy a mid-sized yacht for that anymore, you know, with, with since the stimmy hit. But it's, you, I mean, you, you would need twice that to get the lowball offer that they gave Rizzo. Now, and, and I think <laughs> they had, had always said, you know what, when the time comes, when the team's competitive, we will increase payroll. And we saw at the end of 2015, we know they had that three-year run. 
And at the end of 2015, they just let everyone go. So, you know, it was clear that that, that wasn't true either. Um, Which is tough because you win 98 games. Yeah. Uh, Cubs win 97. uh, Cubs end up beating Pirates in the wild card that year, um, memorably, but with Jake Arrieta pitching out his face. Yeah. And it was a really good team, but why would you not build upon that? You had the city rocking. I mean, Pittsburgh was showing up. They were packing the place, which if there's a good team, it's not like one of those. It's not like the White Sox. Like the White Sox this year are going to be good. And people are still not going to go that much. You know, it's not going to be like a thing to do, like go to a Cubs game. Cubs could be in third place, kind of a 500 team. And on Saturday afternoon to be packed, I can't say as much for the White Sox. But why didn't they show? Why didn't they just go down the road and spend more money and keep the city rocking and like do do another cup? We are family moment, you know. And and the thing is, you know, Nutting does have the money. He's like, I think last I saw, he was the ninth richest owner in baseball. It's not that he does not have the money. He doesn't want to take the money from his resorts and his casinos and spend it on the ball club. Right. Well, well in. Uh, wasn't it Forbes that came out with the list that said every single team went up in value even through the the pandemic? Yeah. Every team went up in value except for the Rays. I think they stayed exactly the same. <laughs> they were the only team that didn't get, gain anything. At this point, I I really feel like there should be a salary. There's a salary cap. There should be a salary. Well, not a really. There's a luxury tax, but it's yeah, a fucking right. salary cap yeah. for uh, in how it's used. But don't you think there should be a salary floor? Like, I didn't absolutely. Forty two million yeah. is embarrassing. It's like you you have you still have forty thousand seats that you're you can fill for twenty bucks a head and sell ten dollar beers even on a, a nice summer Pittsburgh day. Your people are going to show up to that, and you're still going to make millions of dollars on the television rights and on the people buying, you know, Willie Stargell bobbleheads and you know whatever the <laughs> hell it would be. No, but there's plenty of money to be made, and it just seems that 41 million for an 81 game season is just not, yeah. not much at all. Yeah, I mean, the, oh, I was going to say the the Ricketts yeah. say that they they break even at 20. percent I feel like the Pirates don't start a season until they've broken even i that's probably true yeah yeah i yeah, mean like, yeah. they okay. were up to a nine-figure payroll you know back back in the playoff years i mean it is it is feasible um but i think you know they just figure now if you're not going to win anyway you might as well lose cheap um until the prospects come up a couple of years from now and you actually have a chance at winning you know uh, and, but th- there's no guarantees there either. No, uh, prospects no. are prospects, and you're lucky if half of the guys on your li- on your top 20 team hit and become Major League Baseball players. Like, how many top 20 prospects on the Cubs are we really going to see at Wrigley Field? Maybe five? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> if we're lucky, I mean, 10, if we're really lucky. So let's talk a little bit about last year, if we must. Um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm on team throw that season away. Everybody's batting averages, everybody's performances, but the Pirates managed to be as bad as they were supposed to be. So I mean, impressively, they were the worst team in baseball, and that's that's something to say in a pandemic year. And like. it was it was it was deserved. And I, I got to admit, I tapped out of last season before it started. Um, just for for a number of different reasons, it was it was clown ball all around, and I, I don't know if yeah. we want to get too deep into like the 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 
just all of, a lot of the rule changes were just made the game so much less enjoyable for me. It wasn't even worth it. Yes, and, and it looks like so many of those, they're trying to force through into regular seasons yeah. and all that stuff, too. I'm with you, Brian. It's it's very frustrating sometimes to watch these games with all the different stuff they're doing. I, the, the, the extra, I think the, the most infuriating for me was the extra innings rule. Like, well, that's, it's, it's not baseball you. anymore. That's you know. still happening, though. Yeah. That, that's still yeah. going to be a cl- clown ball rule this year. And uh, yeah, I, I, and I the seven-inning doubleheader is going to be there too. Yeah, it's it's annoying. The whole thing's annoying. The fact the the fact that I mean, I think that you guys should have finished ahead of the Cardinals just because they screwed up so bad with their COVID protocols and stuff, and had and screwed up not just their own season, screwed up a lot of other teams for other teams that had to right. play them. Uh, just because they didn't give a shit, and they obviously did not run a tight ship, and they all got COVID. Same with the Marlins. Like, you're just out. You forfeit your games. You don't make any yeah. money. You're out. You come in fifth, Pirates in fourth. Instead, <laughs> they made the Cardinals second place, like, out of the MLB website, even though they basically tied with the Reds as far as winning percentage yeah. go. But they played two fewer games. But they still put them as second place because that's some Cardinal devil magic right there. <laughs> <laughs> right, but but that's Larusa is still giving his uh, his uh, juju from beyond the uh, grave. We, yeah, we got him down on the south side now. He's only twenty miles south of me as we speak. Yeah, um, yeah, nineteen and forty one last year. You didn't even win twenty games um, in a sixty game season. That's pr- still really bad. Um, you were three games worse than Pythagoras, the famed baseball mathematician, <laughs> uh, said you would be. Yet, though you were so shitty. The Cubs still managed to lose four games to you, including getting shut out seven zip to the Pirates. Like, the hell happened there? Well, th- there's an easy explanation uh, on any given day. That's the uh, that's yeah. Because you know. <laughs> uh, baseball gonna baseball. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. I, you know, the thing is, not all of the players were as bad as they were last year, but the team really is just it's that bad. Um, and you know, I did, but and by the way, to be to be completely honest, I do agree with the rebuild. I mean, they were they were losing with Musgrove and and Josh Bell, so if you can get something for him, do it. Um, yeah, you know, Josh oh, Bell. We oh, we don't know anything about that. We get rid of players and get nothing for them all the time. Well, yeah, we got nothing. We got nothing for you, Darvish. We got a bunch of teenage lottery tickets. Well, a little better than yeah. lottery tickets. They're so-called "quote-unquote" prospects. But, uh, but yeah, we got nothing for all these expiring contracts. So right. we, we've, you know, they're not going to keep all of them. They're just going to kind of go down with the ship. And the best we're going to get is a qualifying offer. You know, a compensatory pick, and then you're then you're really kicking the can down the road because those guys are. Unless you get a college arm or something like that, right, they're right. going to be uh, a little bit far away. Um, so, yeah, you lose Musgrove to the Padres. Tyone went to the Yankees. Bell went to the Nationals. And as you said, Garrett Cole is making more money just <laughs> in one year than the entire Pirates. Um, I, but I got to say, Bell to the Nationals did surprise me. I was sure he was going to end up going to an American League team. Because uh, I mean, I, 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 he, he's a great guy, and uh, but man, he is a butcher in the field. <laughs> um, I, you know, he he is your prototypical DH. You know, decent contact, massive power, can't field for shit. 
Well, that was always kind of how the, the Pirates, and I'm a little worried about the Pirates <clears throat> again this year. <laughs> no. I, I, listen, Justifiably, I think. 19 and 41 they went, and yeah. four of their wins were against the Cubs. You know, like that's a, not a small percentage. Yeah, it's yeah, it's twenty some percent of their total wins for the year were against the Cubs. Yeah, twenty one makes sense because they only played like four teams. But they, they, right. I, mean, I mean, they played the the central of both the NL and, and AL, but very little. They, yeah, they had to play Cleveland a couple of times, and yeah. Know. So, well, let's let's look at the Pakota that how they got you. It's, I mean, you might get to sixty one wins. They're saying simulated sixty point nine, which is almost nice. That number, a hundred and sixty point nine, is like how it works out when I think it's going the other way. Yeah, you're like <laughs> exactly. Then they got St. Louis, which I like to see in fourth place. Uh, Cincinnati, Chicago in second, and they got Milwaukee taking the whole thing. But the sad thing though is they have z- you have a zero point zero percent chance of winning. <laughs> The division, and I'm like, at least where's my point one? Point like, one, yeah. That, I mean, you, they are going to play baseball games. It's not like they're just not even going to be there. They're like, no, they're they're going to lose their bats halfway through the season. Like literally, lose the bats. They will go up there and just swing with their arms and no bat. They'll be using <laughs> like. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Exactly. Yeah, the visiting team to bring extras. Yeah, hey, can we use your bat, your cracked bats, guys? <laughs> you know, like when you're a little kid, the guys would just leave their glove in the field and then you would run out and pick up their glove and, oh, yeah. and wear it. Because right. 
<laughs> sure. And, and, well, and then they're like, no, not that glove. That's second base. <laughs> uh, so let's take a look at the Pirates depth chart. Uh, must we? <laughs> so, um, well, we could talk a little bit about the starting pitching later, but I just kind of want to go uh, up and down your, your lineup here. Uh, yeah. Stallings at catcher, Moran at first, uh, Frazier, Kibrian Hayes, Eric Gonzalez at short. Or, or no, actually, I heard Newman made. I think Newman, yeah, Newman's probably going to be your starting shortstop. Yeah, Gonzalez, Newman had a great spring. Oh, he, he was hitting 700 until the last, I think, two games of the uh, season. Yeah, he actually <laughs> finished He finished with a 606 batting average, uh, qualified. You had to get over 30 at bats to qualify. So he's the all time leader in spring training uh, batting average. Yeah, so, and I mean, I, and I, I mean, obviously, he's not going to be a 600 hitter, but I mean, he is—he's a legit 300 threat. You know, he's he, Newman's for real. Um, right. He's probably going to end up at second base uh, once Frazier is inevitably traded, because uh, Newman's a decent shortstop. He's certainly not great, and th- there are enough shortstop prospects down in the down on the farm that he's probably not going to stay there. Which Frazier are you talking about? Because I got confused reading some of the articles. You got Adam Frazier and then Todd, Todd Frazier. Yeah. He, Todd he, opted he, out. He, he opted out of his contract, and then he they did. signed him to a – then he immediately signed to a minor league contract with them. So I don't know what the yeah. opt-out was for. I, I don't know what that whole process was for. I think maybe just no one would give him a major league deal at this point. So uh, let's do a little. It took five minutes. Everybody called right away. <laughs> no, nope, we're not nope. picking you up. Nope, 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 nope. Okay, I'll do whatever you guys want. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's do a little rakes, flakes, throws, and blows. I, I know I got a favorite raker on your team. Who you got? Yeah. Today I'm going to show you one. how to rake. All right, um, how to rake? Uh, I love this kid, Key Brian Hayes. Man, yeah. you got to be really excited about having him for a couple of years before you trade him uh, to the to the Rays <laughs> when they're making a run or whatever it is. I mean, no, this kid, he, he debuted against the Cubs last year. Yeah. Uh, he hit a big home run in the game. Not a big home run. Pirates lost the game. But, um, you know, he, he hits a home run. He goes like two for four. Just And, you know, just electric kind of smile. You could tell that everybody's really excited about him for the 18 fans that were outside the ballpark <laughs> to, to be in the vicinity of his debut in the, in the uh, COVID 2020 season. I mean, what, it, what do you think happens with this? He's a third baseman. Do, what are you well, going to yeah, do? It, it, it's interesting. I haven't seen – the energy around him is, is very similar to, to when McCutcheon came up, that – I mean, yeah, he, he's a monster player, but even above and beyond that, he's just, he's a mensch. You know, he's a great guy. Um, he's, he's, he's that guy that you want as the face of your franchise. Um, and, you know, theoretically, he's someone to build around. Um, but he hit, you know, the funny thing was, in the minors, he was always a defensive, just wonderkind. I mean, with the glove, he's crazy. His throws are perfect. But the question was always whether his bat was going to play at the major league level. And he's hitting better in the majors than he ever did in the minors. So, I mean, if, if he can keep any semblance of, of – I mean, he'd be worth keeping just for his glove. Um, but the fact that he's raking just makes it all the better. Why is he a third baseman then? Like, I mean, it's uh, fine the, it's, to have it's a, his arm. 
His oh, okay, arm. all right. All right, but yeah. it, but to me though, like the farther throw is from shortstop. You know, like back in the hole, you're covering more ground. It seems like you're better. I mean, it's fine. You, it's good to have a good third baseman too. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's yeah. not a- sure, shortstop's <laughs> really hard. You know what I mean? Like shortstop's a very tough position to play, and maybe he doesn't quite have the footwork to handle all of that stuff. You know, I mean, mean? you only have to move really one direction. <laughs> when you're when you're playing third, right? Right. Yeah, that's true. You know, in outfield, all, all the kids want to play infield, right? So he's at third base. Well, he had it. He had a heck of a you uh, have a uh, spring. He's got a one point one five five OPS. Uh, they he batted more than anybody, so they're really giving him his uh, his reps out there. Yeah. Uh, played in more games than anybody. All uh, sixteen of them, and. Um, then and then actually you had a bunch of guys with good springs, but you know I don't know what it means. Even Polanco had a good spring, and you know I don't think you're expecting too much out of him. I'm surprised he's like the last guy left on the whole team. Like, uh, yeah, he is. Well, it's just because you know, like, like you said in the notes here, he signed. I, that's the only reason yeah. they're keeping him around. I mean, frankly, and I think a lot of teams probably would have DFA'd him now anyway, and just just eating the eating the contract. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're like might as well throw him out there. Maybe he could teach kids a thing or two about being a major league ball player, at least acting like one. Right. Yeah, I looked he, up the yeah. Brian Hayes. He's he's uh, the favorite for rookie of the year this year. But three of the top five are in that NL Central with Dylan Carlson in right. from the Cardinals and uh, Jose Garcia mm-hmm. of the Reds. But I mean, I don't know. Brian Hayes, be it, he he might shine brighter on this team. You know what I mean? Like as the oh, no one doubt. real no reason to go watch the game. He might be the only reason to show up to a Pirates game this year is to see that guy play. Yeah, for the other players, he might be the only reason. <laughs> well, who who else you got as a raker? I saw you get so you got a couple names written down here. Uh, you know, Frazier and Newman both hit over five hundred in spring training, uh, and I think. That's more in line. You know, Newman had a horrible year uh, last year, as did Brian Reynolds. Um, and it's, it, COVID kind of makes things a little weird. But Brian Reynolds set a major league record for biggest drop off uh, between rookie batting average and second year. Uh, he hit over 300 his rookie year, and then last year hit like 160, something like that. Um, but Brian Reynolds will be back this year. The, the interesting guy to keep an eye on, though, is uh, Anthony Alford. He was uh, he's played in Toronto for years, but he was blocked uh, in center field. He's got great range. He's got probably like 20 home run power, got a really good arm. Uh, so he might be kind of a surprise coming up, too. All right. Well, yeah, Alford, he's the center fielder? Yeah. Yep. He's going to play center. Yeah, he won the, he won the, he won the job. Cool. Uh, now let's do some uh, some rake uh, some flakers. We just did uh, the rakers. Uh, I've got my. I haven't worried about flakes since my grunge days. Remember them, Brian? Do you remember your grunge days? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, mean, I, just... I was with you for some of them. We had a good time. I think. Did I still have a mullet when we met? I, I don't remember. I think. Should I we tell him he still then. has a mullet? <laughs> <laughs> Um, now I'm telling you, this is Cole Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I believe you'd had a bit of a mullet. I mean, you'd, I, you had just moved to New York. We should tell the story real quick before you tell me who sucks on your team, which is pretty much probably everybody. But um, 
We were uh, standing at the, the the you were standing reading a Frank Zappa book. Yep. On the, the Frank Zappa book, actually. The yeah. Frank Zappa book on the with the Green Line at 66th Street and Lexington Avenue in Manhattan, and I was and I went up to you because I just I I like talking to strangers apparently, <laughs> and, and I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, right, Frank Zappa, cool or something like that. And then I think I gave you a band flyer, and you're like, oh, I play music. I'm in a band, and then uh, our band's played together numerous times. I'm in a stupid, funny band, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do stupid, funny music. You want to do right. stupid, funny music with me? Um, <laughs> and what was your what was your role in the in the Conjoined Twin show I, I wrote? What did uh, I, I have played, you, you were the I played bass. Yeah, you played bass, but what was your character? You were like the ringmaster. Oh, guy. yeah, <laughs> I had a tattoo. Um, yeah, G- Ginger was the bearded lady, and yeah, right, I had all right. That. Yeah. So no, we've had a lot of fun uh, before. We we talked about uh, who sucks on the pirates. <laughs> we, we, we <laughs> I, I, I'd rather talk time. about Electric Sheepdog. This is, is it's more fun. Yeah, Electric uh, Sheepdog, Frankie Wood shows. The time I stole that milkshake costume. All oh, good, good time. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have old men come on stage and said that uh, the the men in the in the white jackets are going to take you away? <laughs> oh, all the time, all the yeah. time. So, um, yeah. So, who sucks on your team? Well, how long do you have? Um, <laughs> I, think, you know, I think I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Palanco, our bull penis, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, Palanco sucks, and who who else? Your whole bullpen. Yeah, well, I think Colin Moran, uh, Colin Moran in particular, you know, he's he's got decent power, but his defense is so bad. Uh, they moved him over to first, but he just he doesn't have the bat to play first. Um, and that beard is just stupid. Somebody um, should somebody should uh, tell you that you actually don't need a bat to play first. You just need that weird looking glove. You don't need a, <laughs> a bat over there. I, I'm kidding. I'm, just semantic. Well, no, I mean, I, I think the idea is to go uh, to go uh, Nancy Kerrigan on a couple of people, and uh, you know. <laughs> oh, right! As they're running by, you just smack them with right. that bat. Right, right. You got to win somehow. Colin, you can't get a double if you can't get the second. Colin Moran looks like a hipster barber to me. The Sun Ranzo Show is brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. NBA is in full swing and college basketball heats up as the schools make their way to the madness. And the tournament is here. And so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest at Bet Online Because it's the place to be for all your bracketology needs. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Sun Ranto Show is also brought to you by eBay Sneakers. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair that you've been eyeing. In partnership with eBay, Armchair Media will be raffling off four custom-made sneakers. Each purchase you make before March 31st through ebay.com sneakers 
will enter you into a drawing for a one-of-one pair of Air Force One low tops. Just send a screenshot of your purchase to at Armchair Media on Twitter or Instagram. So get that done and go buy some darn sneakers at ebay.com slash sneakers. We thank them for sponsoring the Sunranto show. Doesn't he like, <laughs> is he, like you walk like skip walking in Brooklyn and there's like this dude well quaffed. He's like, hey, so can I get you a fade? Like, oh, do you want some talc on your neck? Like, can I get oh, you a fade and maybe a hams? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ham's at the, <laughs> at, at the at the barber brew, the the brewing barber. I always thought he had that pro wrestler vibe to him. I don't know. I don't see enough of him. You know, just I, I feel like and, there and, is and that's a pro wrestler named that or something. No, Colin I don't know. it does sound like a pro wrestler's name. There's a lot of bars named after Colin Moran. At the, oh, that's true. Collins and Morans. Dead Morans. They're, ev- right. they're everywhere. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so the the whole bullpen. I mean, here I'll put up the list and, and read them and weep. <laughs> you know, is really kind of <laughs> how that feels. Um, here's your depth chart. You got Crick, Kyle Crick, Chris Stratton, David Bednar. Those are newer guys. Michael Feliz. He's going to be clo- no. He's like your setup guy. Who's, who's Feliz doing setup? Rodriguez. Richard Rodriguez. Yeah. After your other closer was a child diddler. Well, I, but that's the great thing about Kyle Crick. Uh, you know, what, that's he why he children. That's not great. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is he it did. Richard Rodriguez, the son of Sam, or something like that? Yeah, he's like <laughs> responsible for like forty murders by that river. <laughs> now, Crick not only has a hundred mile an hour fastball, but uh, in nine or in the nineteen, he got into a fist fight with Vasquez in the. Uh, um, in the in the clubhouse. Oh, okay. And this was this was not too long before the news on Vasquez came out, and the story has never surfaced as to what that fight was about. Um, but Pittsburgh fans are huge fans of Kyle Crick now, uh, just because he beat up uh, Vasquez. That's awesome. And Vasquez is in jail right now, correct? Oh, he's under the jail. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, he's still awaiting trial, but I, we're never going to see him again. My my bad. Uh, Richard Rodriguez is the Night Stalker, not oh. not son of Sam. My, so ah. I, I I get my serial killer uh, Pittsburgh <laughs> Pirates mixed up. Well, I'll put up the spring guys that you had out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see, JT Brubaker. I guess he might be out there. Chasen Shreve might be out there. I don't know who made the team or who didn't. Um, but yeah, it's a who's who, a who's that basically. I mean, sounds yeah. like this, Crick, this. Why is Crick not your closer? And you got uh, the the Green River Killer out there. I, you know, I think Crick might eventually be a closer. He doesn't. Rodriguez is a better pitcher. I think Crick has better stuff, but he still tries to just blow it by everyone. Um, and when you connect with a straight fastball, it's going a long way. Um, and that's been his problem. Do you know what I just realized? I mischaracterized. You put under throws. You put the bullpen. I thought they were under blows. So oh. I've I've got to play a completely different drop. <laughs> I, I, I do. I, I feel like I really screwed you up there. Like the Pirates have one good thing going, and I even called that bad. Um, but I I, 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 I don't have a, our bull penis awesome, though, unfortunately. But I can give you this. Oh. 
It, it, it's a Christian. It's a Christian. Oh, that was nice. Singing. That was yeah. nice. Yeah. Thro- it's, they're, um, the throw. I, they're the throws. And, you know, by, by good, I mean, you know, in, in comparison to the, uh, to the rotation, which we'll get to in a minute, which is just, you know, ungodly awful. All right. Um, here's, here's your blows then. You just put your lips together and blow. Yeah, because you guys just had a couple of guys go down, well, like uh, Keller and uh, Brault injured or something. Yeah, no. uh, Kel- Keller's Keller's still fine. He, he's been awful this year. Uh, Brault's out. He had the, uh, a lat strain, of course, so he's out for a couple of months at least. Um, yeah, and and you know the thing is they didn't have. They didn't have a decent rotation to begin with, you know. And it's it's when when losing Brault is a major hit, you're in trouble. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it, uh, we got a question here in the chat, and it's from Guy Serious. What's the chances that Nick Gonzalez comes up this year? And who is Nick Gonzalez? Uh he he was uh, he's a top, top draft pick. He's uh, probably going to end up at second base. Uh, he was drafted at third, but he's probably going to end up at second. Uh, maybe a September call up. I, the thing that the, the Bucks are so conservative with with calling people up. They're much more concerned with years of service. Uh, they'll they'll wait an extra year or two to call someone up just so they get to keep them for longer. Um, oh yeah, we, before they we, inevitably we are have aware to of the go. concept. <laughs> yeah, so I would other than maybe a September call up, I wouldn't expect to see him this year. Okay. Um... See where were we? Oh yeah, the, your rotation being bad. Yeah, it's not much of one. Are they going to do one of those stupid? We're a bad team, so we're just going to have a six man rotation thing. So are they doing that? Well, there that was the talk until Brault got hurt. Um, mm. And you know, now I mean, the thing is, it's 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 kind of good news, bad news, and that you know the 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 garbage that they have down at AAA isn't that much worse than a couple of guys who are in the rotation. So I mean, they do have depth in a stupid sort of way. Um, <laughs> when you don't have anybody good on your major league team, the drop off isn't as much as what you're right. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, can can I give you some uh, stats on last year, and you can yeah. just tell me if you think the Pirates will be better or worse than okay. this than right. what then so so you were at a six forty one team OPS, which was dead last in the major leagues. That's awful. No, I, I, that'll come up. I mean, uh, two two of the everyday players who you'd expect to do a lot better, yeah, Newman and Reynolds, just had catastrophic seasons last year that don't reflect who they are. So, I mean, I, this will not be a great hitting team by any stretch, but they won't be that bad. They'll get the uh, iPad bump. Yeah. yeah. Well, how about the – you were third to last in homers. Will you be lower than that or higher than that? Third to last sounds about right. <laughs> we'll flatline that one. Nailed it. <laughs> fifth, fifth to last in walks. Taken. Yeah, no. It's, it's hard no to know what other teams are doing, too, like what their approach is going to be. The Cubs, I think, will take less walks, but I don't think, like this next year, I think that just their approach is changing. It, well, from what you, what you know about the Pirates' approach, they're going to be a patient team because what uh, how we characterize the Pirates often was a team that kind of uh, death by a thousand cuts you. I think that's how yeah. they won those four, ga- four games, all Babbitt. Babbitt, Babbitt, Babbitt. 
Yeah, I mean, we we talked about this last year. I mean, they were they had a, a it, it's a pesky lineup. You know, it's not they're not going to have a lot of three run homers, but they'll have some innings where they patch together half a dozen singles and a couple of doubles. Um, you know, so, that's so like my favorite kind of baseball. So what you're saying is, I should be a Pirates fan. Absolutely, you should be. Even in if losses, I'll see better baseball. If you don't like winning. <laughs> It's the team for you. I mean, I was a Cubs fan for a long time before yeah. they started winning. In many yeah, fair respects, enough. Fair in enough. many respects, a, a, a nice losing uh, streak of Cubs seasons might feel a little bit more like home to us than <laughs> than this current kind of like what we're supposed to. Like, we really don't know how to act as a yeah, fan right, base, right. as a successful fan base. Like, we turn on each other now like there's fights on twitter all the time you know but you know we're we're predicted to be like first second place and people are just fighting 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 nobody's enjoying it at all we really enjoyed each other's company as cup fans when we were losers like we were just all shared that at very at the very least now we just right right now we're in the middle of this like slow car wreck that we all don't know how to look away from (laughs) So you know how it's going to end up, but yeah, right. yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, eighth most strikeouts in the majors, better or worse? I think better only because you're going to have better batting from a couple of the guys who, who like I said, had horrible seasons last year. So I, th- I think that'll get better. Okay, and um, and your homers were average, <laughs> so you actually. Hit an average really? amount of home runs. See, yeah, t- um, from all the teams, it was a kind of major major league average. So, um, so I guess you'll think that's better too. If you think the hitting is going to be better, yeah, you sure. might be, actually be a, a above average power team. I don't know. It seems uh, there, hard to believe, but well, there, there's no one serious raker on the team, but there's a lot of guys who can hit 15. You know, so I, to the extent that all adds up. Um, well, yeah, if you can get a lot of guys to hit 15, then you're having a good season, I think. Yeah. 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 If you got eight dudes hitting 15, yeah. you're, you're great, actually. That's, <laughs> <Yeah>. You <laughs> right. take that over, well, like, three guys hitting 30, you know, you would. Well, especially yeah, right. in the National League, if you have eight guys hitting 15, that's uh, everybody but the pitcher. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean Stallings isn't going to give you that, but uh, everyone else is at least capable. You know, Frazier's probably not going to give you that either. If Frazier and Newman are more like 10. But, I mean, I, everyone on the team is a mild home run threat <laughs> other than Stallings. Right. Well, maybe not anymore with the ball. We, we still don't really know how this ball is going to react. Yeah, we have no you know. It's supposed to be deader, but we don't know because they use a lot of different balls in spring training. Uh, so pitching, you had a team ERA of four sixty eight, which was nineteenth. Well, that that's probably going to get worse. Um, okay, four seventy five with the starters at nineteenth, definitely worse. Four sixty two with the relievers at twentieth. I think that'll that'll get a little bit better. Uh, they, they they've got a couple of new uh, young arms coming in. Bednar, I think Bednar has a chance to be something something really good. I, th- I think the relievers will be a little better. Um, you had the third most walks, but also the eighth most strikeouts. Yeah, let's see. Uh, you know, control? 
I, I I've seen control looking a little better this spring training, so I'll be optimistic on the on the say we'll improve on the walks uh, and stay with the most, strikeouts. Eighth most strikeouts, but you lose Tyone. Well, I mean, no, remember have, he wasn't he wasn't pitching though. He was he's been on the DL. Oh um, right, right. They got, the, the, they got to rack up a lot of those strikeouts <clears throat> by playing the Cubs. <laughs> True. <laughs> they won't get to play them as much as a portion of their season this time. Um, so, all right, let's talk about your um, starter. Oh, no, the defense. Uh, you had the second most errors last year. Uh, do you think that improves? Young team, that's like kind of a hallmark of a young team. Uh, I, You know, I, they made some really weird choices last year. Uh, playing a lot of guys out of position. Uh, I, I, I do think they wrote off the whole season. Um, and like Cole Tucker was your starting center fielder. Uh, he had never played center field until the majors. You know, they did a lot of weird stuff. I think just trying things out. Um, you know, is Tucker your center fielder of the future? Turns out, no. Um, but, but they had a lot of kind of garbage uh, – Choices like that, that 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 obviously didn't work out well. I mean, I think the defense will be better this year, particularly with Alfred in center, because uh, Tucker had decent range. He just didn't know how the hell to get to the ball. Right. Yeah, you know, he had no re- instincts for center at all. I'd, I'd be re- then that's not it. You can't just stick somebody in center field like no, that. Of you're, all you're places. In, yeah, you can stick them in left. You can kind of stick them in right. There's a lot of tough right fields out there, but. You can't stick a guy at shortstop, and you can't stick him at catcher, and you can't stick him at center. You know, <laughs> right, you yeah. can stick a guy just about anywhere else. You know, like if you're a baseball player, you could probably play some first base and catch a baseball. You yeah, know what right, I mean? Right. Like you could probably do that. You know, or pitch. Like you could even, you could even, like I mean, even Ben Zobra struck out Yadier Molina. <laughs> you know, <what laughs> right? I mean? John Baker won a game. So, uh, I don't know. It, it just seems that, you know, center field is not somewhere. And we, the Cubs kind of did that, too, uh, with Ian Happ. He was kind of came up an infielder, and they didn't have a spot for him. And so they're like, hey, learn center, buddy. Uh, Kyle Schwarber <laughs> was a catcher, and they put him in left, but that's different. Um, so I did, uh, did want to mention, I'd be remiss in mentioning, there's a couple ex-Cubs on this team, including Trevor Cahill, who he's your number five, which oh, actually he was truck driving not, man. It's not too bad. I mean, for a while there, he was the 2016 World Series champion Cubs number five pitcher. Well, you had him when he was good. <laughs> yeah, that was like five years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's that's what the Bucks love to do. You know, bring in people who uh, who were good five years ago. Um, I, I th- from what I heard, the plan was for him to be the swing man, but uh, now with Brault out, he's going to have to be part of the rotation. Um. And then we, and, you know, we, and, <laughs> we mentioned everybody else, I think, and we're going to go through the, the, the top, the first three starters anyway. I don't know if they totally announced it, but go, go ahead. Sorry, I cut you off. Yeah. Oh, no, it, it, it's, you know, Cahill's a five, and that's fine. Everyone needs a five, but the entire rotation is fives, you know, and, and that's the problem. You know, there's no one pitcher that makes you go, oh, crap, we've got to face this guy. Just, just nobody. Um, mm. Yeah, this is so. The Pirates are kind of in that position the Cubs were many years ago when Samarja was their number one. Like, sure, number one on that 
that <laughs> right. starting rotation, but not number one anywhere else, really. Yeah. And he yeah. thought he was a number one everywhere else. Like he wanted like 30, 20 at the time, like twenty million a year and all this, you know. Money. Yeah, what, yeah, so, what, yeah. Feel, <laughs> what feel do you get from uh like Cool or, or Keller? Do they feel like do they have that feeling like they are true number ones? Because cool. Keller's the number one no. and Cool is getting the start. So it's kind of that it, yeah, I, cool stuff is, you know, it's funny. He didn't come up really being thought of as a power pitcher, um, but his, his fastball hits the triple digits. I, he can't stay on the field. He gets hurt a lot. Um, cool, I think, could be a solid pitcher, and I do like him. He's not a number one. Keller could be, I, and I think he was going to get the opening day start, his spring was just so bad. I think they didn't want to put the pressure on him. And then uh, the other guy that's a ex Cub is well, kinda. He did, you know, pitch in a Cubs uniform a little bit at Wrigley Field. But Dwayne Underwood Wood Jr. Do you know if he made the team or not? I mean, he was out of options. I know. Uh, he did. I, I from what I hear, he did. I still haven't seen the the, the ultimate roster. Um, but from the predictions I saw, he was going to make the team. Um, yeah, and it was either that or lose him because, and not that it would matter probably that much, but Dwayne hey, Underwood right, right. can also start too. He started for the Cubs and he started in the minors, but I think he was more projecting. He got every chance in the book from the Cubs, I think, to try to put it together and, and make something for himself. But he was just kind of like one of those typical 4A guys that hey, was never right. really going to gonna make it. Um that makes so, up the entire uh, Pirates pitching staff now. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so then, position by position, I think we got you everywhere. I'd say Wilson over Stalling, who's your catcher, uh, Wilson Contreras. I'd, I'd say Rizzo's better than Moran. <laughs> I would. I would say uh, I, now Frazier and Bodie. I don't know. Maybe maybe this guy Frazier is. Yeah, I, I don't really like what the Cubs are doing at second base because they did not break yeah. I, with the best second baseman that they have, which is Nico Horner. Um, same thing for contract considerations. They're keeping him down a little bit longer. Bodie will start the season with the team. It's fine. It's not going to make that big of a difference, really. Bodie's a, a major league baseball player. He's fine. But, um, yeah. but I bet you Frazier's better than him. Uh, no, I, I think I'd fight you over Frazier. I mean, he's, he's like a... 270, 280 kind of hitter, good solid second baseman. Um, just so we can have one to win, I'll fight you for Frazier. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to give it to you here. Like the Sunranto Show is brought to you by our fabulous 98 Patreon subscribers that pledge at least a dollar a month to us to keep this show on the air. Uh, some of you guys don't know this, but this ad-ridden version of the Sunranto show only pays us about a penny per download, so it takes a 100 people downloading the show to make a dollar. Um, that sucks, and it's not enough to keep this show on the air. So that's why we ask you to become a Patreon supporter, and you get stuff in return. You go to patreon.com slash sunranto. You sign up for a dollar a month. You can pay all at once. It's like 10 bucks for the year. And uh, you get our RSS feed, which is for patrons only. And uh, in there, you can, well, you paste that into any podcatcher, you know, your, your Apple podcast or, or whatever you use, Stitcher. And what you do is you paste that in there and you never hear ads again. And you get the show early. As soon as I'm done, 
I post it. And because I don't have to do things like put extra ads in it to try to make a penny per download. So why don't you go to patreon.com slash sunranto and become a patron of the sunranto show and help us out before this year starts uh you get access to the preview episodes you get access to our show notes it's early and ad free you can get the music you can get a calendar uh and you'll be helping the lost boys uh, because we give 10 percent of everything we make at uh patreon to the lost boys uh, baseball program and uh down uh, south of chicago uh where we're helping kids play baseball so uh, if you would buy each one of us a beer, that's $3 a month. Just come on now. Help us out at the Sunranto show. We need your support. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Get it done. Back to the show. Um, and then uh, Javi over Newman, I think, is at, still at this point. But it sounds like Newman's got a big career at, at, ahead of him. Um, Key Brian Hayes versus Bryant. Well, I'll tell you who I'd rather have on my team. <laughs> And it's Cabrian Hayes. Well, yeah. if we had Cabrian Hayes, the Cubs would have sent him to Iowa to start the year. There's mm-hmm. no way he breaks with the team. So, And then you got a, an outfield of Alford in center, Brian Reynolds, who you're expecting good things from, and Gregory yeah. Polanco, who I think will probably be buried out there in the outfield eventually because he's never going to leave the team as long. <laughs> I mean, this will be it for him. You know, I don't know. They, they, if they could move that contract, they would have, but they can't. And so he's just there. Yeah. 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 How much longer? Oh, he, 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 he'd have been gone years ago. Uh, one more year. Um, and then we got Jock Happ and Hayward. So I think you got to kind of give it to our outfield so far. Um, let's get into these games, and then we'll, we'll make our season prediction and uh, and call it quits here. And I should mention that if uh, you're watching this live right now, you can catch in ju- at 5.30 Central. We are going to be doing a Reds preview with uh, the Nasty Boys. Oh, no, the new Nasty Boys. A couple of comedians from Cincinnati, they do a, a Reds podcast. Although I did nice. – I heard their show – I listened to their show, Dub. Like, oh, let me get to know these guys. And I listened to about an hour of it uh, out of two hours. And I don't believe they talked about the Reds one time. So I was like, <laughs> like I assume this these guys know about the Reds. We'll find out in a half hour. Too busy so, being oh. nasty, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess it was really more. It was a lot more nasty than uh, than nasty boys. Um, so yeah, Chad Cool does get the start. And um, here's what he did last year against the Cubs. He had. Uh, couple really uh, well one really good start where he went seven innings only gave up two hits and that's the game in which they shut out the cubs on september 24th uh he lost the other two games uh gave up three earned runs four total and four innings and then uh i guess he pitched in relief chad cool did and an inning and a third and uh gave up a run on two hits so it's been a mixed bag with that guy but he obviously can tear up our lineup too when he wants to as well two hits and seven innings and then here's how the cubs do against him this is your opening day uh lineup i mean i would assume rizzo's going to be in it he's seen it the him the most and he's kicked the shit out of him he's got a uh 12 ops 1.205 uh bryant's been has an ops uh seen him 27 t- times uh hayward has an ops of 1.2 uh I mean, they've kicked the shit out of him. Uh, Javier Baez sucks against him, but he'll be out there, only batting 105. And Wilson Contreras, look at these numbers. He's 6 for 11. That's a good for a 545 batting average. And um, anyway, that's really fucking good. <laughs> so, um, so we've seen Cool a lot. Cool's been on the Pirates a lot. 
And um, he's going to go up against Kyle Hendricks. And here's what uh, Kyle did against Pittsburgh last year. It was pretty good. Only gave up three runs in 13.2 innings. And that's over the course of two games. Uh, had 102 pitches one in one of them. And um, so he, he, and it was a win and a loss because the Cubs lost one of them two to one. And here's the Pirates versus Hendo. Polanco actually does really well against him, and so does Frazier. They both got a couple of dongs. Colin Moran is even doing pretty well with a dong and uh, batting 273. But overall, they've seen Hendo a lot too. So I, this is my fear. The Pirates will match up against the Cubs very well for the Pirates because you're up there, you, the way your offense has been working and the way our pitchers pitch, which is slow, if they run into some, it's you know they if you just go with your pitch, knock it opposite field, hit them where they ain't, kind of baseball, and you can lose games two to one real easy. Yeah, yeah. my fear. Yeah, and just keep the ball, you know, high fastballs up on the Cubs all day long, and you know they're going to struggle with it. Yeah, and so, that's you know that's how cool pitches. Um, if if he doesn't have any movement, like I said, it's, he, you're going to hit him hard. Um, but that is how he likes to pitch. Um, so, I mean, I think I, this is going to sound weird. If the Bucks are going to win any games, any of these three, I think it's going to be game one. Uh, yep. I, I kind of agree. And uh, the other thing that probably plays to your favor, too, is that it's uh, going to be about 38 degrees at Wrigley Fields, even in the oh, daytime. Is it? Is, uh, nice. yeah, it's going to be super cold. It's 65 right now. It's 55 tomorrow. Then it drops way down. And then it goes back to fifty five, sixty five for the weekend. So, like, <laughs> perfect. You know, just, it's, so like, that kind of—I don't know whose strength that plays into. I mean, uh, you know, it's going to be a a low scoring ball game. It might just yeah. be decided by a solo basket shot home run. It, you know, the, the, or just a bloop, a, a double and a bloop single, and there's your one nothing. Uh, you know, yeah. and there's your. It could be over if if you don't get to your seat by the bottom of the first and somebody scores in the first <laughs> you might have missed all the scoring at this one so um all right next game now we don't know who it's going to be uh but i'm guessing it's going to be either mitch keller or the lefty tyler anderson i don't know what Ke- order they're going to go it's, it's keller Ke- keller for game two yeah yeah okay so here's uh mitch has faced the cubs last year uh, and it, only once, and it was he started the game, but he got knocked out of there it, after only two point two innings. Which I don't know was that an injury? August first, maybe they're just being that was right at the beginning of the quote unquote season, so maybe uh, they were just being real ginger with people. Yeah, but he also gave oh, up he, five hits over two point two innings. Say he, didn't so pitch, maybe, he didn't pitch particularly well that day. So no, no, he kind of sucked. Only two earned runs, two home runs he gave up, and. Um, uh, here's uh, actually I don't have how. Uh, oh, here we are, and here's what Mitch does versus the Cubs, um, and it's not a whole lot. Rizzo's seen him the most. Uh, the home runs were either Javi and Hap or Hayward in this game, in this particular game, uh, but nobody's seen him more than seven times. That's Rizzo. It's hard to know what they're going to do, but um, yeah, Hap, Baez, and Hayward all have dogs off of him, and. Uh, See, and no, uh, everybody's numbers are pretty normal. A lot of doubles. Look at all those doubles. Six doubles in thirty-five plate appearances. That seems like a lot, right? Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, um, and then uh, Jake Arrieta is going to go out there. He's the he's uh, 
going out there up against the Pirates. He did not pitch against the Pirates in 2018, and he only pitched against them once. And uh, the guy who's seen him the most is Gregory Polanco, and he's only 8 for 40. Not very good. 200 batting average. Overall, the Pirates in 79 plate appearances, half of them, more than half of them belonging to Polanco, are only batting 203 with a 632 OPS. So, yeah, I like our chances in that one. Yeah. Although a lot of those numbers come from old Jake, I would say. And because um, he hasn't pitched, pitched against them in two years. And then he's going – and then in game three, it'll be um, Zach Davies uh, against Tyler Anderson – so here's the Cubs versus Tyler Anderson. Now, he was with the the, the Rockies, I want to say. Yep. Yep. And they've done well off of them. Um, overall, they have a batting average of 306, OBP of 358, slugging 490 for an OPS of 848. It's only 54 plate appearances spread out over a bunch of guys, but, you know, Bryant is three for eight with a dong, and Rizzo's got a dong off of him and is four for nine. So what he's been doing – to the Cubs has not been effective, and I don't see how it's going to be effective on Sunday. And then um, here's Anderson um, versus the Cubs last year or two years ago when he played with Colorado. He gave uh, went seven and he went six and he gave up two runs each time. So apparently those bigger numbers are from other times. Then uh, Zach Davies is going out there for the Cubs, and here's what the Pirates have done against him. Um, Adam Frazier likes him. Batting 364, got a triple, a couple doubles, 22 plate appearances, seen him the most. Polanco likes him. Uh, he's get on base about uh, half the time against him. And uh, Moran's got a dong off of him. So they like the slow stuff. That's what I'm saying. That They they like that slow stuff. They they do pretty well against Hendo. They do pretty well against Davies. They're, and Davies is like Hendo light. And um, here's what Zach did against the Pirates last or I guess, yeah, this is last year. God, he faced them that many times. Zach Davies faced the Pirates in half of no this. Oh, this must that be twenty nineteen. Right. Yeah, this is five yeah, stars. Twenty nineteen. <laughs> yeah, this is twenty nineteen, and um, yeah, I mean it's pretty average stats. He, he he'll he'll give you uh, five solid innings, give up you know three runs tops and hope his team wins. But one thing I did notice is that the Milwaukee Brewers, which is not hard to do against the Pirates, they won all their games against Pittsburgh in 2019 that Zach Davies pitched in. So I like I like our chances. If we can win game one, I think we get the sweep. What do yeah, you think? It's, it's, I, I, think I, I do think we're going to take game one. Um, and you know it, it it all ultimately comes down to uh you know can can any of the pirates pitching hold together um you know if it's if it if it's a day where the uh you know the starter goes out early it's 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 not going to be pretty um but you know i it, it's it's interesting you brought up a good point about uh, about the the slow stuff you know polanco if 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 everyone was a junk baller polanco would be an all star because he's got this Big loping swing that you know if it's a if it's a fastball he's just guessing. But if you know if he can really focus in on a pitch that's coming in, uh, you know at a slower speed, he, he's 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 really good. He he does connect well with with that kind of pitcher. 
Um, Let me look at, put his stats up uh, there again. But, uh, I mean, that would make sense if he's good against these guys. 855 OPS, that's against uh, Davies, I think. Yeah, and he's taken a bunch of walks against him, too. He's got four walks in 17 plate appearances to go to go along with four hits. So he's basically on base about half the time against Davies. Like he, he just likes it coming in there at 89, doesn't he? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, small sample size and all, but uh, but yeah, I mean, that's well, that's but with with his kind of swing and they've been trying to fix it for years. Um but with his kind of swing that's the only pitcher he can do well against. Well, t- take a look at him against uh, Kyle Hendricks. I mean, I don't like this matchup at all. I mean, he's got two home runs. He's 12 for 33. It's a batting average of 364. Uh, OBP of 389. Slugging 636. And this is 36 plate appearances. So, And, God, Adam Frazier's even even worse. F- batting 455. Two home runs. Yeah, I- I'm not... Uh, I'm not feeling this opening day in the in the cold. I mean, <laughs> you, you guys are just going to go back to back, and that'll be the ball game. Cubs lose two zip, you know. Like, something like <laughs> I'll that. take it. I wonder. I, I do want to look at the betting line. I, I hate to bet against the Cubs in front of a a, a packed eight thousand capacity crowd at twenty five percent full Wrigley Field on Thursday, but um, but yeah, I, I think I think I don't like our chances with that particular pitching matchup. Yeah. So. Um, so here's what, how the season's going to go for the Cubs and, and the Pirates. We see them a lot in April. Uh, we play six games in the first week and a half of the season. Yeah. So our home opener is against them. So it's a lot of day games, which is pretty cool. Uh, the well, day great. game, yeah. Thursday, then Saturday, Sunday, all day games. And then uh, Pirates home opener on April 8th against the Cubs at 1235 Central. And then uh, 535 6.35 Eastern, but 5.35 Central on April 10th. And then um, 12.05 getaway day on uh, Sunday. Oh, that's actually a Thursday, Saturday, Sunday as well. So, um, and then we see you right away again in May. Yeah. So yep. uh, we got six games. 12 of the games are in April, May. May 7th, 8th, and 9th at Wrigley. May 25th, 26th, 27th. At Pittsburgh, so we'll be more than halfway done with our games by the uh, third through the season. Yep, and then we don't see you at all in June. Don't see you at all in August. I mean July, and uh, we don't see you in August. And then September second, th- third, fourth, and fifth at Wrigley, and twenty uh, eighth, twenty ninth, thirtieth at Pittsburgh. It could be two completely different teams playing by the time we hit September. Yeah, and they and they finish yeah. up this season series. How strange is that, though, to go that long without seeing a, a team from your own division? Right. It's just weird. Yeah, so, it is. It's, it's too long. Too long. So uh, give me give me your Pirates win total. Sixty. I'll screw it. Sixty nine. Oh yeah, you know you knew you had to get there. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, if you guys get to sixty nine wins, something went bad for the Cubs. I think then that means that you know maybe you you played us to five hundred. That's where your nine wins came from, straight from us. So I got a surprise for you and everybody as we end this show because I I, I texted you. I'm like, is there this because you have a song with the Chicago connection. 
because some of you guys might not know the story of Dave Matthews emptying, <laughs> emptying his tour bus's uh, shit tank onto a, a tour, like a, a, what was it? It was a boat tour going along the Chicago yep. River. It was a sight, sightseeing tour. A yep. sightseeing tour. Now, was your sister actually on this tour, or you just, like, made no. that part up? Yeah, all right. Uh, she does live in Chicago, but she that's lives, the yeah. one part I made it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> did she call you when she found out about this song? Like, <laughs> she dragging likes, my name so, through the yeah, mud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no she, she thinks the, it's funny. The poop. So the Dave poop, Matthews right. emptied his poop onto <laughs> a, a Chicago tour bus, and Brian wrote a song about it, and he's got lots of great songs. So look it up, Jaded Babies. Is it just jadedbabies.com? Uh, it's thejadedbabies.com. Thejadedbabies.com. You could check out. Because someone else track. had jadedbabies.com. Yeah. Bastards. Yeah. Actual babies with jades. Yeah. Right, exactly. On, on that website, yeah. So uh, we'll spagog out of here, and thanks for being on the preview with us. And we'll, t- I guess, we'll talk again soon. Um, uh, I hope you get to sixty nine wins. That'd be nice to- <laughs> for your team. And in the meantime, uh, spagog, and uh, here's Dave Matthews pooped on my sister. Spagog. Well, the Dave Matthews Band has a bus on their tour. Sometimes they have to go potty But they don't take the time to empty it out And sometimes it smells kind of rotty Well, the bus driver looked for a septic tank But the band was getting snotty How is it with this smell back here That I can get this brand new hottie Park the bus on a bridge above a crate and let it go While a sightseeing boat was passing below Yes, Dave Matthews pooped on my sister Whoa, whoa, we hope that he missed her But Dave Matthews pooped on my sister Whoa, whoa, you know no one will kiss her Since Dave Matthews pooped on my sister She can't get Dave Matthews out of her hair Since Dave Matthews pooped on my sister Whoa, whoa, we all hoped he missed her But Dave Matthews pooped on my sister Whoa, whoa, now no one will kiss her Since Dave Matthews